fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale, and I am so lucky and honored to have with me today, Elisa Fuliano, <laughs> the 19th fittest woman in the world. How are you doing? Thank you, guys. It's nice. always an honor for me being here. So thank you again for having me. I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty excited about new season. So I'm already giving my best. We'll see what will come. So um, yesterday in the States was a holiday for us. Um, mm -hmm. We had Thanksgiving yesterday. Today's the big Black Friday. It, does that Black Friday like escape into other parts of the world? Yes, in these last years, totally. I mean, until three, four years ago, here it was like mm, not so common. I mean, we, we know it's, it's an American uh, holiday, an American thing. But in the last year, everything is, is going crazy for the Black Friday here as well. And um, the sales are crazy and people run to the shops to make some gifts for Christmas. And of course, um, this this year that I'm doing the, the athlete, um, I'm, I'm leaving this Black Friday also for um, as far as brands and sponsors are, are concerned. Of course, everyone is doing big sales and uh, it's it's fun as well. Yeah, Black Friday has definitely dove into the CrossFit space. My email is blown up from Reebok, um, yeah. uh, Bear Complex, a bunch of different, like uh, our sponsor, C4, doing major deals. Um, it's just all over the map in the CrossFit space now. Yeah, it's really a good moment to to make some Christmas gifts or, or just to buy something for ourselves. It's really, uh, it's a really good moment. Prices are definitely lower than usual, so it's a good moment. Yeah, for the most part, I just try to hide my house. Um, I don't like the big crowds. So <laughs> I either do it online or just just wait for Cyber Monday. Yeah. yeah I, so. I, I try not to look too much at every email and website uh, because I, I really have the house full of stuff and I really don't know where to put stiff, uh, where to put uh, stuff. So um, I didn't buy actually anything, but like, I don't have, um, I don't need anything. We, we all have many, many things, but it's just, I mean, sometimes it's just business things. I mean, um, but Mm, yeah, I try not to look too much at my email. Otherwise, I I would be poor now because I like to buy stuff online. And yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I got a couple last minute Christmas gifts before I got on the air with you, and then I think now I think I'm done. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to get into kind of this past season and then looking ahead to next season. We had you on the show right before the games. And then one of my favorite moments at the games was I got to meet you in person. Oh, yeah. And we got to have a nice chat before the games ever started. Yes, I remember that. I saw you and I immediately thought, oh, I have to say hello to him. Uh, we had, we, we've got the chance to, to meet in person. And it was a beautiful moment. I was, I was happy. And yeah, it was fun to chat a bit before the games. And yeah, it, it, it was nice. So the two things I distinctly remember from that conversation is, you know, when I've interviewed you and I've seen you on the floor, you always say you're a very small athlete. <laughs> yes. I, I think mm -hmm. it was the smallest on the field and the one that weighed less on the, on the floor. So... Mm -hmm. I, I always I, hope for um, workout, not for big athletes. 
because they're not for me but yeah you have to do what like you have to be ready for everything so so it's one thing to kind of see you out there across the floor but to stand next to you 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 are very tiny compared to Mr. Clyde Vale. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean for for some movements is uh, it's a good thing for some others is not so good. I had an exa- a clear example uh with one of the workouts of the games. I don't know if you if you saw it the one with the log and the sandbag. I I am so I'm so angry. I'm still so angry because I really crushed that workout until like the last minute. I mean, I was, uh, I think I was fifth when I got to the last log, but then I spent like, I don't know, two minutes to get the, the last sandbag over the last log. And I get, I got, I don't know, maybe 15th, but I was so angry because I was doing so well. Uh, I love remuscle up. I usually don't like sand, but actually, but that was was going really well. And I was so pissed off that due to my short height, I I lo- I I lost all my advantage um, on the other athletes. And I was angry, and I I thought it was pretty unfair just because of uh, like. L- limit which is not like my fault um i I got uh behind of what i was expecting but this is it i mean um i I was so sad that the log the height of the log was the same of the men so the first log was 10 centimeters um, um shorter than me the second log was as high as me and the the third one was 10 centimeters um, higher than me. So it's been really, really tough to to throw the last sandbag, which was uh, also the heavier uh, over the log. But yeah, it's a, a shame. Yeah, I was so angry because like it was not much my fault, but you cannot do anything. So I, I didn't plan on going here, but I, but we're going to go there. So on the men's side, you have Colton Mertens, who is the shortest male athlete. Mm-hmm. He had to do the same thing, and he struggled a little bit with that last log as well. He gets a lot of notoriety because of his short stature being in the men's field, but I don't think people like you or like my coach at my gym, Christy O'Connell, Christy Aramo, mm-hmm. like you guys are smaller athletes, and you don't get the recognition for that going up against the bigger female athletes that like Colton and Scott Tetlow get on the male side. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, mm, I can understand the mm, disadvantage for, I don't know, ergometers, for example, we are shorter. So we, we have to move to put much effort to make the machines goes. I can understand that, but I cannot understand um, a limit um, I mean, of course, when you're on a machine, for example, you, you like you're not limited. You're just getting uh, much time than the others, but it's it's not like a very limitation. While this time at the games, for me, it was uh, a huge limitation. I mean, um, it, it didn't mean I didn't go uh, um, like well in the workout because I I did really really good. Uh, go well it was just because of my height that i couldn't finish fifth um and i was a bit i don't know if i explained myself well but um i mean sometimes uh it's not fair that um, for example height limits are this much uh, a limit yeah it, it, it totally is understandable I just, I, it's weird that we focus on it on the men's side, but don't focus on that inequity on the female side. And so I just wanted to kind of talk about that briefly. But the other thing in our conversation that was really fun for me to talk to you about at the time, you were so worried about the cuts, mm-hmm. right? You, you just wanted to get through, you wanted to be able to compete the entire weekend. 
And and we were talking about whether things fell the right way for you or not, whether that might mean you make the cuts or not. Eventually, we find out you make it through the cuts and you got to do the whole weekend. Um, and that was that was because last year you finished 35th and this year you get up into the top 20. Yes. What did that mean to you to be able to reach that goal of being able to complete the weekend, make it through all the cuts and get to and get to do every event that was scheduled? It's been a dream for me. I really really worked so hard to to pass uh both of the cuts and um I'm so happy I did. I mean, I was surprised that during the uh, the competitions days, I was feeling very, very good. Um, and that's because during this whole year that I lived as an athlete, I had the chance to train many hours a day. And so to um, to bear the, the volume of the workouts way better. And um, like I, I, I could hope for for the first cut, but I I wasn't sure about it. But I knew that um, I could do it. But the second one was kind of a surprise. But it really, really made made me happy mm-hmm. uh, because, um, as I said, I really, really worked hard all season, and it would be a pity not to um, compete uh, for the four days. So having the chance to um, to make all of the workouts of the games, it was a yeah. I really was hoping for that um, to see how far I can get. And the 19th positions was absolutely a surprise. Uh, it means that me and my coach, who I, I'm always grateful to him, we are working in the in the right direction, and this is. Uh, a good hope for the future um so and and this really um, make me want even more for next season and i'm i'm so um, i can't wait to compete again to to see where where i can get so one of the events you got to compete in was um inverted medley mhm uh, where you took second place, and I actually have video of that, and I want to show it. Yes. Um, because yeah. because you were a bobble away from not finishing second, and yeah. so I, I'm going to share my screen and let the audience kind of see and rem- remind them um, of your best event at the games. So I'm going to try to blow this up a little bit. All right. And here we go. I'm going to, whoops, sorry. Trying to put the sound back. Christine Kohlengrader has passed. Lowen for third in the seat. And now, Davis' daughter is going to stay on her hands. Fuliano is up and over. It looks like she's going to hang on if she can get over that yellow line. Davis' daughter's down. Fuliano keeps her balance, and she is in. She has the new time to beat. What a gamble for Fuliano. She knew she had to kick up because Captain David's daughter was running her down. And she. So, you saw that bobble at the end. Yeah, I got goosebumps. I did too. I just got goosebumps again watching it. So, Katrin is right beside you. She tries to go unbroken. Do you, do you see that happening beside you as you're, as you're going down the lane? Yes, um, I, I remember the crowd was was crazy, was screaming so loud, and I I didn't know. I mean, I thought it was for her, um, not for me. But um, yes, I I could see her, but um, I tend not to to see much around me when I'm doing a workout. I'm trying to stay focused on what I have to do, and. Um, Mm, I I could imagine that she could have like she 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 went unbroken. I decided to um, to split the the headstand so to rest my arms a bit and hoping that since she was going unbroken, maybe she was so tired 
to fall and that what happened that is uh, what happened and um so mm, yeah sometimes it's hard to split a set i mean you want to go unbroken but sometimes really mm, pays off because um you 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 play smarter and um i i think it was the right choice um i i did everything as planned um before the workout it was the first time that my coach really gave me totally freedom like uh he told me i don't want to to tell you how to manage this this workout because only you uh which are good gym, gymnasts gymnasts you you only you can understand and know yourself uh, better than you so um you can split the workout uh, however you want uh you can decide um if doing for example the freeze and push up unbroken or to split them basing on what you think you can you can do so i had um, i was not happy about that because usually he always tells me what what to do like every little details um is program is programmed so um i was a bit anxious about deciding all by myself but um i started and started the workout and trying to understand how far could i could go and um how to split it also for the pullovers and um i'm so happy that uh, the strategy that i i thought was a uh, i think probably was the best one for me because i as you could see i got to the last meter that like my my arms couldn't hold me anymore so i couldn't have um had another um, little drop of energy so i think it was perfectly balanced and i'm so happy about um how it went so when you when you bobble in your head do you do you know you can recover enough to get across the line or is there a little bit of panic in there? Um, what do you mean? So when you're, when you got to that point where you bobbled right before the end, mm -hmm. did, were you scared at all that you weren't going to get across the line or mm -hmm. did you know how to recover that? I was scared. I I was so scared I could fall like so close to the finish line, but I um, also know that I'm really good at um, um, when 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 I when I feel that I'm falling I'm very good at uh, balancing so uh, trying a way to like not to fall so. I when I split up the the set, um, I I rest um, less time than I wanted, but I knew there was Catherine uh, next to me, so I said to myself, okay, let's go. It's time, even if I I had pain in my my shoulders and arms, but um, I went anyway, and um, hoping that luck was by my side and of course um, I'm so grateful that it was like that okay. and um, yeah I, I have to thank my my gymnast past that uh, really gave me the, the ability to um, to save to save all the fallings from her stand so it was cool yeah I think it was much more than luck I think it was years and years of practice. Yeah. Um, and uh, you did amazing. It was so fun to watch. Then you did you did like a like a foot first slide. Did you think you needed every second so you tried to get that chip timer as across as fast as possible? Mm, yes. I mean, I I I knew there was another hit be, uh, after mine, and um, I just I just thought. I couldn't forgive myself if I would lose for like half second. So I, I, I tried to, to go to the finish line as soon as possible. Um, so I was okay with my, um, with myself, like, 
But um, so after I finished the workout, I went back to the warm up area with my coach and I couldn't I couldn't see next heat. I, I went to the bathroom and I waited there all the time. And I said to my coach, just um, come here when the heat is, is, is over because I don't I don't want to see. <laughs> and um, when he came to me to call me, uh, I could immediately understand from his voice that um, Danielle was uh, better than me, but it was kind of um, a relief knowing that she won uh, with much time. I mean, I think she beat me uh, with 30 seconds or something like that. So it would be worse if it was like one second or two seconds, but I cannot say anything. She 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 was better than me and she deserved the, the winning, but I can say it was really, really fun to do that workout. I had my, my moment of glory and of course I was hoping for another final, but she deserved it. She's so fast on her hands. Yes. Um, you are too. It's just, she just seems to have another gear. Yeah. So you go through the games week. What is what is your favorite moment from the week? Mm, I think that one is mm, the one um, in, of the inverted medley is one of those. The other one is uh, the last workout before the second cut. So the weightlifting uh, workout with clean and jerk and snatch. Um, <clears throat> I was really anxious because, of course, it was the last workout, and after that, I would have known if I had passed the, the cut or not. Um, I'm usually good at barbell. I like heavy barbell. But the thing that um, we had only two attempts, it was very dangerous and risky uh, because you couldn't um, dare too much. Um, Mm, so I was excited to do it, but I was also anxious. So I had these two feelings against each other, but I really loved the workout and um, uh, the way of uh, every athlete had had their moment, their 20 seconds, I think it was to, to lift. And then passing on to the next one, it was it was really good. And also I could see, I mean, I was in the front line, so I couldn't see the athletes behind me, but I, and I, as I was saying, I, I like to be focused during a workout. So I didn't um, look around very much, but I could see that um, athletes could cheer for the other ones when they made a lift. And I really appreciate that. But, I mean, it was really cool to see that every, every athlete, even if we are, um, competitor on the floor. Uh, we are also happy for each other if we if we made a lift. So it was it was a nice atmosphere. The um, the spectators really liked it, and it was it was amazing. I liked the moment. So the Olympic total, it, looking at you, and and not knowing your career, you would say that a smaller athlete like yourself would probably that would not be their favorite event but you are so strong so strong and if you've been following your career you like i knew going into that olympic total you were going to be safe from the cuts because that was going to be a very strong um movement for you and you ended up finishing 13th mm -hmm. uh on a strength event that's that just blows my mind <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I really like heavy barbell and I'm aware that for my weight, uh, which is 60 kilos, is not much. I can weight, um, I, I mean, I can lift um, good good lift, good weight. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that even if it usually is a thing that uh, for not big athletes and not... Um, weight athletes is a is a disadvantage for me is it, not like i i love it and um 
I, I'm happy I, I can show the others that even if I'm I'm small and uh, and um, and light, I can I can give my best and stay uh, among the the top athletes. So you're great at moving a barbell, but there's a lot of objects, odd objects at the games. If if you told me that Elisa was going to finish top 20 at a games that I would feel would that I would tell you was strength biased. Um lots of machines, lots of odd objects, that big old pig, um the alpaca with the heavy kettlebells. It was very much biased to that bigger athlete. And yet you made it through all the cuts and you made it to the top 20. How much do you look at that and say, like, that even makes me feel better about what I did? Um, I didn't hear the last part. It was freezed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, when you're looking at that and you're looking at all the heavy stuff and mm -hmm. odd objects, mm -hmm. do you look at that and go, I made it to the top 20 despite it being biased for a bigger athlete. Does that make you feel better? Mm, yes, of course, yes. This year we really, really worked hard on this because, of course, it, it was uh, one of my biggest weakness. Uh, so we really worked on heavy sandbags and yoke carry and stuff like that. And... Um, for example, I really saw the difference in uh, the peak workout in the workout with the peak. Last year it was in capital workout in the first part. And I don't know how much time it took me to complete all the 20 peaks. Um, it, it felt like an eternity. This year they they looked easy to me. I mean it was heavy, but I could totally, I mean it was okay. Um, and I really saw the difference and I was really happy in that moment because it means that we, we really uh, worked well. And um, day by day, uh, this kind of weakness is uh, getting smaller. And um, But actually, I have to say that for me, um, maybe last, last year edition of the Games was uh, the one worse for this point of view i think last year there were uh more workouts uh which were for big athletes um rather than this year um i don't know if it's just uh, a feeling because maybe this year i was stronger so i felt like um it was not a problem but i felt like i felt like last year's edition was way worse for this kind this point of view um and i was a bit disappointed because i mm, i didn't have fun i mean every workout was for big athletes every workout i was struggling because of this and i was pissed off uh, like i i didn't really have fun this year instead i really really had fun also in those workouts where i couldn't uh, where I didn't go well, for example, Alpaca, uh, the one with the rope climbs, I totally stopped. Uh, I couldn't go uh, on anymore because of my arms. I couldn't go up to the rope climb anymore. And usually when you uh, don't go well in a workout, you say, no, that workout, I really didn't like it. Instead, this year, even in those workouts I I, where I didn't go well, I really liked that, like them, and I was uh, angry that I didn't get the chance to go on in Alpaca because I liked the workout very much, and I wanted to um, to make it like the whole workout. So I have to say, mm, this year compared to the last one had less uh, like heavy objects, um, or at least this is my feeling. Yeah, I would argue that you're you were just better prepared this year. Probably, maybe that mm, influenced it a bit, but I don't know. Last year, I remember like heavy things. Also, um, uh, and you know, this year there was weightlifting, weightlifting um, 
Olympic total. With barbell, last year there was um, the lift with the heavy sandbag, which of course I didn't like it at all. Uh, there was the capital uh, with heavy sandbag, pig, and the jerry bags, and many, many, many things for like big athletes. Um, this year, yes, maybe I was feeling stronger, but um, I had the feelings it was more like CrossFit. Like instead last year, it was like, um, I don't want to say strongman, but I don't know. I really liked it less than this year. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, it's hard for me to remember all the events from both years. I just know there were two sandbags this year with ski bag and um, the the muscle up log. Um, and yeah, you did this year. Yes. Um, now that you mentioned it, I really didn't like uh, that workout, the one with ski and uh, sandbag, but. Fortunately for me, the sandbag was put in a way that didn't uh, put me in, in difficulty. Like um, they were just uh, squat. So it, it's the best way for me to put a sandbag. So like you don't have to lift it from the ground over it or I don't know. So maybe I've been lucky um, a bit, but um, for me, it was... A good year, I think, for as far as workouts are concerned. So you you talk a little bit about you're excited for the future. I know right before the games, and we talk about this every time you're on, and I and I apologize it keeps coming up, but it's it's a major part of your story. You fight rheumatoid arthritis. You had started a new medication that's allowed you to train better and more. But right before the games, there were some questions. Did those questions get answered at the games and give you hope for the future? Or are you still working through that? Yes, no, yeah, it, really, like, it really gave me hope. Um, I I wasn't sure how, how long I could go on with this disease. And I mean, everything is new. There is not like mm, historical mm, cases when like um, sport people are doing sport at this high level with this kind of disease. So um, doctors don't know really what to say to me. Of course, they have to say it's dangerous to, um, of course, like they, they, they will never tell you, yes, you can train 10 hours a day and everything will be fine. But um, now I really have hope for the futures because if until a few months ago, I could hope for going on maybe for two years maximum, maybe now this can be a bit longer, I hope. Um, I mean, my, my therapy is fine. My medications are going well and they allow me to um, train um, as much as I want. So maybe I can last a bit longer. So my expiration date, as I was calling that, um, is uh, more in the future than I thought. And I'm, I'm so happy for that. Now... I entered in a kind of trial, medical trial. So they keep me uh, monitored every six months. I'm doing uh, MRI, I think it's in English. Yep. They, okay. Right. Um, to see if my joints um, are, how, how much my joints are going bad, if, if they're getting worse or, they're, or if they, they stay the same. And um, so that doctors can have, um, as I was saying before, there, there are not much cases uh, where uh, big athletes are doing so much sport in this at this high level. So from now on, uh, I hope and I'm happy I can be useful for the futures. I mean, they, they're studying me. So 
they keep monitoring my my joints to see uh, the status of my joints every six months to see if crossfit is really a dangerous things for my body or or not or is if everything is fine and um, me but people like me in the future can can continue doing what they love without having stop um, just because they don't know if it's dangerous or not maybe um, from now on they will have more answers to this and I'm happy I, I can I can help people to keep doing what they love without having to stop I think that's awesome this is the third time you've been on with us every time we talk to you that expiration date seems to move <laughs> out further yes so we can keep doing this so and so if every time the expiration date is far away better it is it is so glad to hear that so i want to talk about your off season and some of the fun things that you've been doing so right after the games you decided to not go back to italy right away you decided to tour the united states mm -hmm. and i have your list of pins um, Madison, Wisconsin, Alcatraz, California, Mountain View, California, Cupertino, California, Yosemite National Park, Sequoia National Park, Santa Barbara, Santa Monica, Hollywood, Universal Studios, Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, Arizona, Antelope Canyon, Arizona, Horseshoe Bend, Arizona, Bryce Canyon, Utah, and then you flew out of Vegas. Yes, it's been amazing. It's been a wonderful trip. I think I deserved some holidays since I've been working so hard as like everyone, but of course everyone needs rest after a competition like this. So uh, me and my coach decided to stay uh, in the United States for two weeks and to travel a bit. We didn't want to stay in crowded places like big cities but to stay in the more in the nature and um so we flight to um west coast and um uh it's been amazing <laughs> yes it was it was so good um we we fly to san francisco we rent a car and then we went down all the coast until um to las vegas uh passing through different both cities and national parks so we saw uh cities nature park water and it's been so 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 good i actually did this trip with my family um, almost like eight or ten years ago and I had a really, really good memory of it. So I decided I wanted to go back. Um, some things were the same. I, I already saw some things not. So some things were new. And I really, really enjoy those. Um, I think this travel is one of my favorites. I like travel. So I traveled um, throughout Europe and all the world. But this particular, uh, that area is one of my my favorite we saw also many animals we we saw different things I, actually the the main uh destination was um where the hollywood studios um me and my coach are um, a big fan of harry potter so as soon as i got through the gate of hollywood studios um the uh, harry potter soundtracks uh immediately started and i like started crying i was so <laughs> emotional and i really really loved that uh, that trip um yeah it was amazing we saw really really different things and uh amazing net natural places so you are not afraid of heights right <laughs> no i'm not yeah <laughs> holy cow um the pictures are amazing <laughs> yes so our one of our listeners kenneth delap says bryce canyon is gorgeous what what so was universal studios your favorite part because of the harry potter thing or were did was there another part that was more fun 
I mean, it's so different. There are so different things and experience I cannot say, but um, I can say that among the national parks, Bryce Canyon was my favorite. It was amazing. I just didn't didn't want to leave. I just um, took so many pictures. I have my phone full of pictures of Bryce Canyon. I wanted to shoot uh, every picture for, from every angle and um, that is really my favorite. And also Antelope Canyon is really, really nice. I mean, every every city, every national park was unique. Every one of them has a different uh, part that really made it uh, unique and beautiful. Also Yosemite, we, we had a, a bath in the freezing water. I think it, it was much colder than the... Um, the the tube in the the CrossFit Games, like in the recovery area, I think in the Yosemite the water was really colder, <laughs> and it was amazing. Like last time I went there, I didn't do that, so it was nice. We did many different things, and it was just the best way to um, to celebrate for the um, the wonderful result at the games. I couldn't hope for an 19th place. It was really a surprise. Yeah, it's the pictures are breathtaking. Um it's something that I've always wanted to do. I'm I'm much older than you are and I want to see the country and I've seen a lot of it but um some of the things on your list I have not yet gotten to and I and I so want to uh, in the coming years. Yeah. You have to go. So the rest of your off season has been eventful as well. Um, you went to German Throwdown. Uh, just throw out another win. Um, no, I, I I didn't go last year. I won this okay. year. Yes, this year I decided not to participate because I'm going to do um, Dubai CrossFit Championship. So okay. that's the main competition for my uh, off season like my mid-season test. And um, since last year at German Throwdown, it was a really cool um, event, atmosphere. And uh, since I won, I decided this year to do something different and something bigger, like more international. And I I, I was really glad when I, when I received the invite from Dubai Championship. Um, I, I've seen that this year, the level, that like the, the roster is crazy. It's high, really high. And there are many CrossFit Games athletes, ex-CrossFit Games athletes, semifinals athletes. It's really, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really interesting. So yeah, not German down for me, but... In two weeks, I'm leaving for Dubai, and I'm almost ready. And Dubai really has like a European feel this year, which I think is really good. It's it's an international competition that that gets to highlight you, the European athletes, a little more. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy for that. I'm happy. Finally, we can um, we can be more present in the in the competitions and in the floor, yeah. Any, and, any thoughts about Wadapalooza? Um, I'm going to Wadapalooza, but this year I'm going to compete in team. Um, with Reebok, we decided to create a team uh, to compete. Like, uh, it's going to be, I don't know if, if I can say it, but I think I will say it. I will compete with Alison Scott and uh, Michelle Basnet. So it's oh, going to wow. be um, like international Reebok team uh, because in the beginning it was supposed to be like Europe um, Europe athlete from Reebok. But in the end, we uh, we decided to make it more international. So it's me from Italy, Alison from the United States and Michelle from South Africa. So it's going to be fun. So last year, Wadapalooza, um, you were in you were in like the close lane to me uh, in the media pit, and I got to take some great pictures of you, which was awesome. And then Allison was two lanes in, and I, my favorite moment from Waterpalooza last year's it was the team competition. She had to do, hold a barbell mm -hmm. while someone else was doing rope climbs. Ah, uh, yes. Singing with the music 
that's really? being played. Um, at and she's singing as loud as she can sing <laughs> with music while she's holding a barbell. Yeah, I just thought that was like a cool moment. She's great. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. It's always a good event. I really enjoyed it last time, so it's gonna be cool to share those moments with the other um, Reebok girls, and I think it's gonna be nice. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'm keep I'm tossing up in the air whether I'm going this year. Um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of leaning towards going now. I wasn't going to, but and it's it's you hate missing it because so many people are there. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I the weather's awesome. The water's beautiful. I, you know, you just got to go if you can. Yes, I so. hate swimming. I hate swimming, but in that location was amazing. Last year, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed yeah. swimming for the first time. It's it's amazing. Um, so then you were an event event ambassador at Freakathon in Barcelona. Yes, I went one or two weeks ago, and since it was um, organized by both uh, Fitness Freakers and Reebok, um, they invited me to like participate to the. Uh, winning ceremony, the briefing part, the, um, to um, go cheer the guys while working out. It was it was good. The atmosphere was was amazing, and I really liked the the idea of the, of the event. I mean, it was um, there were thirteen teams of three, uh, which were um, had to do thirteen workouts or tests around the city. And I really like that this um, that thing of um, like it was itinerant. So one workout was at the beach, one workout was in a box, one workout was in a uh, basketball field um, outdoor, and it was amazing uh, seeing the athletes, um, the, the three athletes of the team moving through the city to do the workouts, do the fran, um, and. So in their um, package, uh, before they, they began, um, Fitness Freakers gave them the Metro uh, card and also I think a voucher for the taxi so that they, they could move um, throughout the city. And I think it was very fun to watch and to cheer for the guys, uh, very various, and everyone had fun and I really enjoyed being being there to, to cheer the guys and um, to have an interview and spend some some good times in, in Barcelona, which is a beautiful city. And I like Spanish people because they're uh, very always happy, always uh, friendful and it's it was it was a good event. So now that you're a top 20 games athlete, you're kind of a celebrity now in this space. You get, or do you think you'll get more opportunities like this to be like ambassadors and and to just kind of hang out at events? And do you want to do more things like that? Um, yeah. From one side, I hope to, because of course it's a great opportunity, a chance, and uh, um, I I'm lucky to um, to have the chance to leave um, event like this and to, to be the ambassador. Uh, on the other side, I'm very shy. So every time for me is a challenge, it's a big challenge. But of course, uh, every time I try to struggle with my uh, with my mind and telling to, to myself, no, you have to go because of course you cannot lose this opportunity. Uh, it's gonna be fun. So every time, of course, I, I decide to go. But for me, it's, it's very like it's a big effort like if many for some other people are just a, a normal things to do uh they are more relaxed they they just uh, be themselves and and that's it for me it's like oh my god it's gonna be good it's gonna be bad i'm going to be embarrassed i'm going to be like this like that and for me it's like way a big effort um, but of course I would be happy to, to participate to this kind of events. Um, it, it, it's an honor. So of course, um, of course I will, I would like to. I'll tell you what, from the first time that we talked, 
Uh, I know you were really nervous about coming on an English speaking podcast. Yes. Um, and where you where you are today from where you were that first time I interviewed you is night and day. And, <laughs> and you should continue to push outside that box because you're you're getting better and better. Okay, thank you so much. That gives um, me strength to 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 face every everything. So um I'd be remiss not to put up a couple of Philip Borowski's comments. He's he was in the chat before we even started. Um, I remember seeing Elisa trying to help herself out with her head to put the sandbag over. Yes, the I yes. Uh, let me see if I can find the picture. Uh, many friends of mine uh, sent me that this picture when where I'm here. I don't yeah. know if you can see it. Like oh, yeah, many, many, many friends sent me this screenshot from the the live stream, and I was like. In that moment, I was really, really pissed off. So I was receiving uh, many of these images and I was like, oh my God, stop, stop sending me this because now it's hurting too, it's hurting too much. But yes, I tried, as I was saying, all, all, I, all I could do to <clears throat> uh, get that uh, sandbag over the log every way possible. And <clears throat> I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I didn't know what to do. I was so worried that I was going to stay there until the time cap. <clears throat> but unfortunately, um, I mean, I missed it the first time, the second time, and I think the third time. Then for the fourth time, um, I tried to take the sandbag going backward, like two or three steps, and then trying to run a bit in order to have much, much push to uh, make it pass through it and it was the good solution. Um, I wish I could uh, um, think about it before, but when you're here, like I was so pissed off that I was uh, I was seeing every other athlete passing me. So I was like, oh my God. But yes, uh, that sentiment on my head was um, in my WhatsApp for, for a long time. <laughs> Now I can I can laugh about it, but at at that time um, at that time I, it hurt a bit. Yeah, one to something better. Philip also says, "Dang, that's a cool team uh, with Michelle and Allison and you at Wadapalooza. Uh So we'll do that. And then I want to wrap up because we're coming up on the hour now. Is you made it through the the games? Uh, you've got your off season started. You're going to Dubai. What is your next big goal? You've made it through all the cuts of the games now. So are we looking top 10? That would be maybe top 15 for next year <laughs> would be enough. I mean, every year um, the level increases so much. So actually the first goal is to qualify, of course because you um, you don't have you don't have to take this for granted it's a very very like difficult thing um, people sometimes forget about this and think um, that just because you you qualify two times then you have to qualify like for every future time but it's not like that every time you have to go to the competition floor and and fight really hard for it because of course any other athlete wants it this bad and um, this year at semifinals was really 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 hard I mean not much for from a physical point of view but more mental because um, th this year the level was crazy at semifinals european semifinals i think it was one of the strongest field and everyone of course wanted so bad to to reach the top 11 and the most difficult part for me was to um not to lose the focus and knowing that every time you get to the competition floor you don't have to do mistakes the first mistakes you do and you're out and um i'm really sorry for Enrico Zenoni, the other Italian guy that made it to the games last year. Um, I think he really deserved it to, to go again this year. But um, as I was saying, he did 
um, some mistakes um, and unfortunately it was out but this for me was the the hardest part like the mental um, concentration you have to keep for the whole three days and knowing that you have to go on the competition floor and being perfect because otherwise you're out so uh first um first goal is to qualify of course because it's really really hard this year we're uh, we're going to be 40 instead of 60 so it's one out of four and not one out of six but it's gonna be really 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 hard as well uh so this is the first goal then of course if i'm going to qualify um I want to to aim at the top 15. Okay. Sounds legit. Do you think the cut from 60 to 40 affects you in a good way or a bad way? Um I would um for the fact for the fact that only 40 are going to the semifinals, um I think it's a bit dangerous because if you find in the qualifiers a workout in which you're not that good for example sandbag for me or anything heavy um um you risk like um, since at quarter finals is gonna be 25 percent and not just the 10 percent as last year's um i think it's dangerous because many people if you're not going well in, in the workout many people are going to um put like in, in the middle so you're going to go down in the leaderboard so um it, it's dangerous because 40 people to the semifinal is not that much so it's a bit risky as well getting to the semifinals but from the other side i can say that um when i'm doing a, a live competition i can give my 200 so in live competitions, I I I feel much stronger than online competitions. So, um, being just forty, um, the the athletes that instead are stronger in online online workouts because maybe they're in their own gym, they're in comfortable, they're using their own stuff, and so many people are better in online workouts. Um, so I think in that 40 athletes, uh, they're going to be, to be more athletes strong with online qualifiers. So if I will be in those 40 people, maybe I, um, I mean, I, I will be happy because maybe among those, there will be people that go better in online workouts and while I'm doing better in live uh, competitions. So maybe it's an advantage but i don't know i don't know if i explained myself but um, yeah. yes um, yeah it's gonna be different every every year changes so we'll we'll see this year how we yeah. Will go. yeah i can see like that there's going to need to be more focus at quarterfinals for north americans and europeans because of the cut down um but once you get to the competition you can't fall as far at 40 than you could with 60. So like, I think it's actually an advantage for you once you get there, it's getting there. That's almost that's the hard part. And Philip says, when you get there, there's less people between you and your direct competitors with a narrower field. So the fight for the qualifying spots to the games will be tighter. Yes, we'll 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 see. I don't know. Um, I don't know what to expect. I mean, um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, as always, it, it's a delight to have you on here. You are so much fun to talk to. Um, I'm so glad I got to meet you in person at the games this year, and um, maybe we'll we'll see you at Wadapalooza and or. Of course, next year at the games. <laughs> hope so. Really hope so. With that, thank you to everybody in the chat for being with us today. Uh, we appreciate you so much. And we'll see everybody next time on 
the Clydesdale Media Podcast. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.